What up? It's your boy Drama Fusion. Don't forget to check out my interview with Casey on December 24th. Snapchat Drama Fusion, Instagram at Drama Fusion, Twitter at Drama Fusion, a big capital letters. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Front Page. Today is Monday, December 17th. Happy Monday, everyone. I'm your host, Casey Rose. I hope everyone had a great weekend. Today, we have a great show. We're going to discuss rapper's offset embarrassment over the weekend in hopes of winning back his wife, Cardi B, and also Kevin Hart's replacement for the 2019 Oscar Awards. Also, salute to Remy Ma and Pap, who gave birth to their new baby baby girl this Friday. Uh, The Bronx rapper unveiled the big news over the weekend on Instagram, writing, The Golden Child is here, thanking her husband, Pat, for making her the happiest wife on the planet. Congrats to the couple. Today's forecast in Orlando, we have sunny skies for most of the day with highs near 70 this afternoon, so do get out and enjoy. All right, y'all, let's dive right into front page headlines. It looks like we're officially eight days away from Christmas, and shout out to the Orlando Police Department who responded to a bomb threat received in Orlando this past Thursday, which turned out to be a hoax. Uh, This is a daily reminder of the times in which we live, and folks, we really have to say something if we see something. Um, The holidays are upon us, and the unfortunate reality is people are still wishing to do harm and are working around the clock to do just that. So again, uh, just be safe out there and look out for one another. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Once again, Kendrick is at the top of the Grammys Awards uh, nomination list. Last week, they announced the rap superstar received eight nominations, the most of any artist this year, followed by Drake and Cardi B, just to name a few. The Grammys will be live Sunday, February 19th from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And speaking of awards, the Oscars is still struggling to find a new host. Kevin Hart's uh, Finding Kevin Hart's replacement as a host is becoming more and more of a challenge. Sources connected to the awards show reported that the small paycheck for hosting the awards have been an underlying issue for the Academy for a long time. Late night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel said he only got 15000 for his services in two, uh, 2017 and we're told, ju- we're told most potential candidates are inclined to turn down the job because of that figure. Uh, all the scrutiny and criticism that came along with it isn't helping either. As for the money, we're told the Academy doesn't like to shut out big checks uh, for the hosting the gig because for hosting the gig, excuse me, because they consider it being the opportunity of a lifetime. Talk show host from The View, Whoopi Goldberg, however, did mention that she is open to host the show. The Oscars have yet to reply. The hit series Powers uh, looks like they're mourning the loss of a crew member last week. The hit series Power had to shut down production after a car crash that killed longtime crew member Pedro Jimenez uh, early Monday. Filming for the show's sixth season was postponed uh, out of respect for the family of uh, Pedro Jimenez, a crew member for the production who worked on the show since season one. Uh, as you all know, he was killed uh, when a co-worker ran into him as he was setting up traffic cones for a taping of the show, which was preparing to be shot in Brooklyn. Our production for the show was shut down temporarily out of respect for the family and to allow the cast and crew to process the uh, tragedy. Tragedy. Uh, Pedro was 63. A man was denied bail after he allegedly robbed a 16-year-old at gunpoint and then used a stolen phone to order food from Uber Eats, thereby alerting authorities to his location. Anthony Sorrells, who's only 18, was charged with two counts of armed robbery at a bail hearing in court. On uh, uh, November 9th, at approximately 4 p.m., Sorrells allegedly approached a 16-year-old boy from behind, placing a pistol to the back of the boy's head and demanding his phone and the belt around his waist. However, police were tipped off to Sorrells' location after he ordered food using the Uber Eats app on the phone he had just stolen. Police later found Sorrells at his grandmother's house using the GPS tracker from the stolen phone. There, he was apprehended with the phone in possession and the stolen belt belt around his waist. 
this isn't Sherelle's first arrest. The uh, suspect has prior arrests dating back to when he was just 13 years of age. Sherelle's, however, is still awaiting a court date. Rick Ross welcomes a newborn, names him Billion. Not sure why, but it looks like Rick Ross couldn't wait for everyone to see the newest addition to his family as he snapped a photo of his son Billion as he slept, posting it to Instagram and uncovering the baby's first Instagram profile. Now, the account at Billion.H-E-I-R has been reserved for Billion once he reaches an appropriate age to use social media. So far, the profile includes a congratulatory post on his birth and a photo of his baby feet at the time of delivery. Rosé seems excited to raise the newborn, and we wish him and his family the very best. Ty Dolla Sign indicted on cocaine possession. Looks like his legal woes uh, is getting a lot worse, y'all. The singer 33 has been indicted on drug charges, including two felony counts that could land him in bars for over a decade. According to the website, Ty was indicted for felony possession of cocaine, felony possession of THC, and misdemeanor possession of less than an ounce of weed. If convicted, he faces up to 15 years in prison. As you may know, back in September, the singer was arrested in Atlanta when police allegedly found drugs in his bag. Uh, they found drugs in his bag after the vehicle he was riding in was pulled over and searched. A rep for Ty did not respond to requests for a comment. You know, originally this next story was going to be about Chris Brown and Cardi B. Um, you probably guys probably heard rumors of, of Chris Brown um, sliding in her DMs. Um, but uh, I'm going to save that for another show because I have juicier news to report right now. It looks like the rapper Offset crashed Cardi B's live performance Saturday night at the Rolling Loud Festival in Los Angeles. Offset took it upon himself to interrupt Cardi's, Cardi's performance with a bouquet of roses that read, Take Me Back Cardi, apologizing in front of the whole world to see. Cardi B, on the other hand, wasn't having it, and they got into a little off-mic argument in front of millions of fans, uh, followed by Offset leaving the stage in embarrassment. Um, damn, I wonder what those text messages were like after that. Now, the thing, see, the thing is with this story, I found a couple things that was disturbing. First of all, where was Cardi B's security and how did Offset even get past security to get in in the first place? Um, number two, her whole team should be fired because only, because Cardi B, from what I understand, was the first ever female headliner at the Rolling Loud Festival. So this was a big deal for the rapper, but instead, Offset made it, made it a night that should have been about Cardi all about himself. And number three, Offset, from what I understand, he spent his 27th birthday this past Friday in West Hollywood the night before, um, the night, which is the night before Cardi was supposed to be performing at a nightclub just minutes away from where she would have been at. Um, so, of course, Offset, he knew what he was doing and everything, in my opinion, was planned. And that's why I believe Cardi's whole management team should have um, been fired to begin with. Um, they knew everything about it, pretty much. Um, so they pretty much was behind it. Um, but on the contrary, though, Cardi B, um, she did post a video. She did post a video just moments after um, rejecting Offset's apology. And from the looks of it, she did came to the defense of her husband by addressing all the groupies, the haters, and the trolls that were making comments uh, under the post. So check this out. I'm not gonna let fucking whack ass bitches, bum ass bitches, that fucking, that, that nigga, they don't, I'm not gonna let fuck ass people disrespect my baby father, cause I get, I get what he's doing, I guess that he's trying, it's hard, and it's gonna take a long time to, I don't know what's gonna, what's gonna happen next, I really don't know. I'm not gonna let y'all fucking bum ass bitches and you whack ass niggas talk shit about my nigga. Cause at the end of the day, you bitches will, you will be the bitches that will fuck that nigga. All them bitches in the comments that's popping shit be the bitches that will fuck that nigga. You niggas that's talking shit is the 
fucking fucking body slam and push bitches over just to chill with the nigga in the in his section. So I don't want to hear it. Yeah, so uh, so on stage she wasn't having it, but behind the scenes after the show was a whole different Cardi. Uh, anyway, there you have it. Um, I'll be following the story every step of the way, so definitely stay tuned. Birthday announcements. Uh, shout out to Offset, who we said before, uh, turns 27 this past Friday. And also rapper DMX, who turns 48. Also a very special shout out to Jamie Foxx, Taylor Swift, and of course my beautiful wife. All of which are celebrating birthdays this week. Happy birthday. Um, now it's time for Advice Corner, where listeners can ask me anything from relationship advice, career advice, or advice in general in this next segment called Advice Corner. Our first question came in this morning from Sandra C. from Tampa, Florida. Sandra says, uh, recently I started a job at Starbucks and I hate it. Um, I don't get along with any of my colleagues. The job itself is dull and repetitive, and I just hate being there. I feel like it's a prison. However, I just graduated with a uh, medic with a degree in medical science and have been volunteering prior prior to our Starbucks. What should I do? Hi, Sandra. You know, it's funny. I just spoke about this last week on the show about college degrees and taking your dreams with you. Um, with your background, you probably would do well as a lab technician. I know a lot of labs right now that are looking to hire college grads, so you may want to look into that. Um, but uh, also working at Starbucks, Sandra, may not be the best job, but. As my mom would say, um, sometimes you have to rob Peter to pay Paul. And on the other hand, if you're not happy, then maybe you should use your free time to apply for positions in the career field that's relevant to your degree. By doing this, um, at least you won't have to report somewhere that's report to somewhere that's dull and repetitive, like you said, because you would already be doing what you love. So um, anyway, congratulations and good luck um, in your uh, future. Next, we have Matthew G from Columbia, South Carolina. Hello, Casey. Um, I'm going to be renting an apartment starting this week. Um, I've been to the house. I've met the owner and he recently texted me and said it's a flat amount per month. uh, No deposit and all utilities paid for. But this is really informal. Um, I told him I at least want some kind of document with both of our signatures on it just to protect myself. Um, But I'm not sure what to put it on. Like some sort of agreement uh, to where he agrees not to go through my things, not to change the locks on me, and that sort of thing. Uh, is this too much to ask? Um, hey, Matthew, just a general um, uh, rule of thumb. Always get agreements in writing so you know what your obligations are as a tenant, and he or she will know what their obligations are as a landlord. Um, especially with red flag terms like no deposits up front, all utilities paid for. Not saying it's a scam, um, but you definitely need that in black and white. And again, know what your lease says so you'll know exactly what you've agreed to. And again, congratulations on your new apartment. Our next question is from Dante from Brooklyn, New York. Um, he says, my life is in a rut right now. Uh, I just turned 23 and I owe four collection agencies. And I'm going to pay them off so I can sell my debt and eliminate the stress. What would be the best way to handle these collection agencies? Hey, what's up, Dante? Well, if you're in collections right now, you probably um, should sell for less than you owe. Just make sure you have a lump sum that you can give them and get the settlement um, agreement in writing so you don't have to um, allow them to access your account. Try sending them a cashier's check whenever you make a payment uh, or a money order and or something that's not tied to your bank account, and you should be fine. After a few months, you're going to start to see that your credit score will increase. And again, that's not something that happens right away, but it does you know, gradually take time, usually a few months, sometimes up to a year before you really start seeing uh, that big improvement. Anyway, good luck, guys. And uh, that's going to be it for today's edition of Advice Corner. 
you know, it's funny. The other day I was talking to my wife and she mentioned to me that there is a debate going on. So I said, with who? And she said, at work. They were discussing at lunch under what circumstances should someone have to pay a traffic ticket for tents on a vehicle they do not own? Um, do you split the ticket with the owner or is it the driver's full responsibility being, you know, that it, it's his vehicle, his or her vehicle? Um, so basically her co-worker drives a vehicle temporarily um you know, back and forth to work and recently received a traffic ticket for the excessive tints on the vehicle. Her argument was that the vehicle isn't hers, so why should she pay for the ticket? My take on it is she made the choice to drive the vehicle. No one forced her to, which means when you do something like that, you assume all the risks associated with operating that vehicle, period. It's just like if you receive a ticket for speeding in a car rental. Are you going to hand the ticket over to the car rental company? No, because at the end of the day, you were the one driving the vehicle. So, uh, yeah, anyway, that's going to be our question of the week, y'all. Should you pay for a traffic ticket for a vehicle that isn't yours? Let me know what y'all think. All right, y'all. Uh, so this next guest is looking for his next big break. And uh, recently I came across one of his snippets on Twitter. And I thought, man, I had to bring this guy on the show. Um, he hails from the D.C. area and is launching his mixtape early next year. Join me now on the phone, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is rapper Jay Wap. Hello? Hey, Jarrell, how are you? Uh, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Um, and for those who aren't familiar with your work, just tell us where you're from and how you got the name J-Wop. My name is Joe Some of the artists today that inspires your music. Vibes that I 
try to recall at least one song dedicated to a song about a female. Cause that, that, that's basically my vibe. I'm giving you different vibes on different thoughts on how I'm feeling that day in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what's up. If, and now, if it wasn't for music, what do you think you would be doing? If it wasn't for music, I'd definitely be somewhere playing playing pro football or college football. You know, but that ain't work out for me, so I took the music route. I always was making music, but I never really took music this serious the way I'm going it now. And I'm really taking my time to do everything correct. You know, I don't just want to put out anything. I want to make sure everything is, is, is genuine. Everything I'm making is, is really the things that I'm trying to do, the way I'm trying to go, the things that's really happening around me. So I try to, I really put my all into it when I do it. Uh, and, and you mentioned college or pro football. I'm just curious, what position? So I would have been, I probably would have been playing safety, strong safety outside linebacker. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. All right, now a few rappers included um, Wale and Fat Trell. They all started out in D.C. like yourself. Um, do you look up to artists like Wale, being that he's from your hometown of D.C.? Oh, I, de- oh, I definitely like, I definitely like Wale. You know, Wale was was one of my was one of my biggest rappers when I was coming up and um in middle school and going into my freshman year in high school and a little bit more of my sophomore year. I used to listen to him every morning. My favorite song by Wale I used to listen to every morning was called H Two O. Oh yeah, that was a good one. And I forgot, and I forgot what album it was on. And I used to listen to Ambition all the time with him and Rick Ross. Yeah, that was and Meek Mill. That was my, that was my favorite two top. H2O and Ambition. Yeah, Pope. And then Ventrell, I used to always, and then, yeah, Ventrell, I used to get into Ventrell a little bit too, you know, uh, he had, one of my favorite songs on Ventrell was, uh, I can't even, I can't even, um, think of the name of the song, but it was on, I think it was on his mixtape, No Secret, but it was definitely, I can't even think of the name, but I definitely got into some Wale and Ventrell. Would you say? Would you say um, it's a fair statement to say that most artists from DC paved the way for new rappers today? Would that be a fair statement? Uh, I feel like yeah. It's a, like I feel like right now, Shaq Lizzy really doing it for DC. Yeah, Fetrill, Fetrill having his fair share as well. You know, Fetrill doing his thing for us. You know, uh, Wale definitely put a little stamp on it. And we also got the other rapper uh, who really be doing it, uh, Light Show. He kind of, he kind of like, really, really trying to put on for the city. What he is putting on for the city. And, uh, basically anything, anything is possible. But I feel like if we, if, if we had more unity in our city, like if everybody just came together and just supported everybody like other cities do, we, we, we could really take off with it. So it's so funny because you would you would say that they they come together to support one another, but the minute you get up there, they tear you down. And I see it every day in Hollywood. Um, yeah. So it's, it's crazy. Um, and when you're not in the studio making music, what is Joe Wap doing these days? You know, when I'm not in the music, I'm making music. I, I, um, you know, I'll be with my family. I'll be with my son, my girlfriend. You know, we 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 do our little thing. We still hang out. Does she support your music? But yeah, when I'm not. She definitely, she definitely, she definitely support my music 100, like she be having 100% all the way. 
so any advice any advice for the new and upcoming rappers listening to this interview all I can say is man, don't give up on what you really want to do because at the end of the day you, you never know who's watching who's listening and who's looking I didn't even know front page knew about me I didn't even think it was going to hit me up I would have never knew that but Thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you well.